Welcome to The Quill and the Quantum, the podcast where we explore the intersection of artificial intelligence and the art of writing. I'm your host, Kathy Norris, and in each episode, we'll talk to those authors and other creatives who use or refuse to use AI in their writing process. Today's guest is Ajayi Olalekan Divine. Welcome to the program, Ajayi. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. You're the founder of Optimal Edge Business Concepts, which is a content development agency, and that you've written over 500 web or blog articles, including what I think is the most recent, The Writer's Compass. So Ajayi, the reason I was anxious to have you on this program is because you wrote an article called Six Reasons AI Can't Completely Replace Human Writers. And that yeah. fascinated me. Um, what led you to write that piece? All right. So the story is quite beautiful. And I thought I was going to really say a shout out to one of my students. That's um, Anzi from um, Armenia. Yeah. So I have a student from Armenia. And on one of the coaching calls, she asked me a question. So she was like, our friends has been saying, why do you want to learn writing? You know, writers are soon going to be out of business. Artificial intelligence is going to, you know, is going to send them out of business very soon. And so she wanted to hear my view about, oh, what do you think? You know, why am I learning writing? Aren't we going to be out of business very soon? So I'm like, no, human writers are always going to be with us, you know, for so long. So I have to explain to her that you are not doing the wrong thing, learning um, writing, even though they're, you know, a flurry of artificial intelligence tools. So we had that conversation and days later, let's say four or five days later, I'm like, so I, I can really turn that, you know, into content. There are most likely a lot of human writers who are asking themselves, aren't we going to be out of business very soon? So I'm like, let me write this content, you know, to educate them and to let them know that, you know, we're going to have human writers around for so long. So if you actually hire a writer, you don't have anything to fear. Of course, as we get into the conversation today, we'll get into some of the things that writers need to do because really... It's like um, a Holocaust is coming for all of us and we need to, you know, get ready. And this is why the title of the article is, I, I want to remember the title of the article precisely. Um, oh, I do. It was, it was, um, let me see here. It said six reasons AI cannot completely replace human writers. All right. Emphasis on completely. I have to put that emphasis because whether you like it or not, so many writers are losing their job currently because of artificial intelligence. So I have to use the word completely to stress that there are still going to be writers in this business. There are still going to be writers who are doing well, even though, you know, we have all the artificial intelligence tools. So it's not me negating the fact that artificial intelligence is really here and it's yet to stay and writers need to really watch their back. That's, that's it. That's a fact. But artificial intelligence is not about to send all writers out of their job. So as we have this conversation, we're going to get into that in more detail. So it's um, I'm somewhere in between. I'm in between. I'm not saying outrightly AI won't take your job. Neither am I saying AI will take your job. So <laughs> I hope you get that. I, I, I do because I was writing a, a description once, a tagline, and I remember I wanted to say the, something like, will AI write the next great American novel? And I wanted to say no, but I ended up saying not yet because I, you know, I, I cannot predict the future and the capabilities uh, are certainly noteworthy. Absolutely. 
So I'm going to say, in that article, I was careful enough not to assure writers that AI won't take their job because I, I tell you for, for a fact, with the way this innovation is going, give it five to 10 years, these tools are going to be capable of a lot more than they can do now. So it means if certain jobs are not threatened now, as it is, give it five to 10 years, several writers are going to have their jobs really threatened because some of the challenge or some of the things we still, you know, people still use to argue against artificial intelligence tools currently are probably the errors it makes and the fact that it can't really sound too much like a human, uh, like a human. But I'm going to show you one of the tools that I use, you know, artificial intelligence that I use, and I'm going to tell you this tool currently writes sometimes better than a human. I, I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. So if these guys keep, you know, fine-tuning these tools in the next two, three, four, five years, a lot of writers are really going to be out of their job. No kidding. No wow. kidding. <laughs> no kidding. So when you say, will you write um, a better book than a human? And you say, um, not yet. I quite agree with you. Not yet, but give it five to 10 years. We're going to have AI, you know, tools that are going to write amazing bestsellers. I kid you not. Wow. Do you think that we will know when we're consuming these bestsellers that they were written by AI or will we be dealing with ghost writers? Well, okay. So it, it's a two way thing. I've been playing around with these tools for going to two years now. And when I get on LinkedIn, for example, there's a flurry of content creators on LinkedIn currently who use chat GPT. And because I have interacted with these tools a lot, once I see an article written by ChatGPT, I can tell it from far that this article is ChatGPT. I mean, it's very easy to actually figure out. But when I use the tool that I'm going to show you today, you're going to find it difficult to be able to guess that this was written by AI. I, I, I can tell you. So we could just do a practical now. We're going to go to my medium my medium page scan through the first five articles and see if you can tell which of them is artificial intelligence within if you can get it then you probably can guess you know which of my articles are written with there but i can tell you you will almost not be able to get so i have some viral articles on medium i'm going to be honest they were written by artificial intelligence <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you, but you've made it so that I don't have to ask you. You messed up. <laughs> I've got some viral articles on Medium. Honestly speaking, they were written in collaboration with artificial intelligence tools. All right. So I prompted it to give it some background, you know, shared some of my stories, say in um, 50 to 100 words, and then tell the artificial intelligence tool to turn it into 1,000, 1,500, and it does it perfectly. You know, and you know, you know the funniest part is people read these articles and I, I wish I could just share my screen and take you to the comment section and they tell yes. me I was reading this and it felt like I was watching a movie. Oh, I love how you write. And somewhere in my mind, I'm smiling. I'm like, no, I didn't write it. I didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> man. So where these tools are going to, man, it's a, it's a, it's a revolution, you know, so writers need to be where, man. In the next five, 10 years, you can really, really, really predict what's going to be happening in this space. One of the things that made me want to ask 
whether or not you had generated these the article using AI was and one of the keys I think is that if 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 in email writing is if it's different than the than the blog or the other article sometimes you can see style differences and you go oh I wonder so that was the only reason that was the only thing that tipped me off the other because the article was just was just what I was looking for it was it identi- there was a number in it six it identified uh, it was on my topic it was brief and to the point so I was thrilled I was thrilled but anyway go ahead please all right so the the, the article the particular article you saw that got you to reach out to me um so when she asked me on the spot during the convers during the training session I answered off you know I mean I answered by myself I had to just bring up something say something so when I decided to really turn that into a medium article the first thing I did was to go ask AI itself the question so I went to my AI tool and I asked oh what do you think do you think artificial intelligence tools are going to replace human writers and the AI gave me six reasons why artificial intelligence tools will not replace human writers. I'm like, this makes sense. So I fleshed it up myself, but that research, that's, you know, the idea, the, the subject topics, the six of them actually came from my artificial intelligence assistant. <laughs> well, I, I love it. I mean, one of the things that's a big issue these days is to which, to what extent are authors willing to say this was, you know, this was generated by AI. And I think you used a phrase earlier today. You said it, it was your AI, not your AI consultant, but your and or companion. But you said AI was your um, collaborator. You collaborated with AI, which I think is a very interesting way to put it. But please continue. Yeah. So, like, like I was saying, one of the things I said towards the end of the article is that the future ultimately it's going to be that human writers will have to collaborate with these tools to actually get work done. We can't deny the fact that these tools are yet to make our life easy. That's the point. That's what, you know, these tools are all about. To make your life, you know, easy. To help you do more within the same amount of time you would have used to do less. All right? So we can't actually say, oh, we're not going to use AI. You know, we will still, we will have to use it. We will have to embrace this, you know, these innovations for our benefits. But the point is the future is going to look like we're going to have these tools at an advanced, you know, stage. And then we're going to have humans who are capable of playing around with these tools, you know, and bringing the optimum best out of it. So it's going to be a collaboration between human writers who are good with prompting and then these tools working together to channel articles, you know. So, you know, the question about how honest will writers be about whether they use these tools will depend on the context. Context in the sense that, you know, one of the things I mentioned in the article is that there are still companies, you know, th- there are still a lot of divergent um, opinions about whether articles generated with artificial intelligence tools are good for Google SEO, for example. The debate is everywhere and, you know, there's a divide, you know, but I have also written articles with AI. For my blog, I mean, not Medium now, my blog, and it's gone viral. I mean, it's done well. So that shows that really there's no issue with artificial intelligence generated article and SEO. No problem. No issues at all. One of the persons I follow on LinkedIn, Jake Ward, Jake Ward actually has one of these SEO content creation tool. I can't remember the name right now. I'm sorry, Ajayi. What was that that you were, you were mentioning? You followed something called Jake Ward? Jake Ward. Ward. Can you spell that for me, please? 
Jake, that's J-A-K-E. Then the word will be W-A-R-D. Oh, thank you. Okay, go ahead, please. All right, so he has this tool that he created by himself and he uses for his clients to generate um, SEO articles in bulk. And they do so well in Google SERP. You know, so it's actually not a debate that I want to have because it's proven that even articles generated using artificial intelligence tools do well in SEO. So like I was saying, speaking about context, there are a lot of my clients now that I write SEO web and blog articles for that explicitly state in their contracts that do not use artificial intelligence tools to write for us. All right? So wow. in that case, as a writer, I mean, binded by, by an agreement, I do not write for such clients with artificial intelligence tools. But, and there are also some other clients who tell you as a matter of fact, if you check some job description, they tell you we need a writer who actually can use artificial intelligence tools. So in that case, if I apply for such a job, I'm expected to use these tools to generate articles and the company has no problem with it. You know, so like I said, it depends on the context. So once a client tells you we don't want you to use it, don't use it. But, you know, once a client tells you you're good to go, if you want to use it, then go ahead and use it. But when it comes to the article we put on our own blog, Man, how much truth do people really want to know? So how uh -oh. comfortable <laughs> how comfortable will people be to know that some of the articles that I write on my medium and they enjoy and they love was actually not written by me 100%. Well, I feel like the detail is not important. What's important is that the article is valuable, whether it was written by a human or by artificial <laughs> intelligence. You love the article, you got value. Let's move on. <laughs> I hear you. And Ajay, I want to make sure that our listeners can follow you. Use you, you said usually the initials SU. What does that stand for? I didn't get that. You you said SU um, Google Google search, I think, and then SU. But yeah, I think I, I will say SEO SEO. Oh oh SEO. Okay, that I get. All right, all right, gotcha. Okay, go ahead, please. All right, so like I was saying, it, it depends on how much um, truth is really ne necessary. So if I'm working with a client and I'm binded by contracts, I am, you know, I'm expected to be open to them, the process for which I write for them. So if they say don't use these tools, I don't use it. If they say you can, I use it for research and sometimes I use it to write. You know, so where it is explicit, um, explicitly stated, I ensure that I comply. Where it is not, you know, stated. Man, it means you can actually go ahead and use it. But when it comes to me writing for, I mean, my general audience, I feel like it's not important. It's not important you know whether I use artificial intelligence. As long as the articles, you know, are valuable, they actually, you know, convey some meaning, then let's just stick with that. That's all. You know, it's interesting. I was looking at an, a contract recently between an agent and a writer, uh, uh, and they have a brand new paragraph about AI that says that if the author generated any works with the use of AI and it just said artificial intelligence. It didn't say generative AI. It just said AI. Um, then you, then it was the author had the responsibility of letting the agent know. And there was an explicit sentence that said, and it may, it might reduce our ability to copyright your works. So I thought that was interesting. Um, but, uh, uh, I am fascinated by the idea that AI has taken as, as, as become such 
so routine that there are folks that want you to use it. That was good to good to hear. I, I feel like just like um, freelancing. All right. So it took some companies some time to begin to embrace freelancing and remote work, you know, and begin to adopt it. But, you know, when COVID-19 hit the whole world, you know, many companies began to see reason why they should really embrace, you know, this. And mm -hmm. it worked for them. So the same way, there are businesses and companies right now who still feel like we don't want to use, we don't want you to use AI. You know, I, I just say, give them time, give them two years, three years, four years, five years. They will likely revisit their opinion and their stance and they will most likely change, you know. So artificial intelligence has a lot of issues right now, all right? So I feel like the more it's improved upon and it keeps getting better, I feel like definitely a lot of people would, would need to open up, you know, and just be and just embrace it and see what it can actually do for them. I use it already and man, it does a lot, all right? Especially in cases where the clients allow me to use artificial intelligence too. I could actually whip up four articles, say, in 30 minutes or one hour. And, and I mean quality articles. But if I want to write that by myself, from research to outlining to the proper first draft and then to the review and the editing and then to, you know, fit it in for SEO, that's going to take nothing less than three to four hours for a 1,000 or 1,500 words. But with AI, I can act with artificial intelligence too. I can do that in 15 to 30 minutes and we're good to go, all right? So... This, how do you check? How do you check the the accuracy of the information that you've received from AI? How do you avoid AI hallucinations? All right, I I feel like that where if you're using artificial intelligence tools, you need to not trust it one hundred percent. So I'm going to go through my phone and I'm going okay. to read out to you one experience that I had sometimes late last year. Let me be quick to find this. So. I prompted the tool to write me an article. Um, I can't remember the topic precisely. So there was a part where it actually included some statistics. And I'm like, okay, so as a writer, you know, when you write something and you have to state data or, you know, quotes, you know, data like that, you need to reference and say, or oh, according to XYZ person, or you include the link. So this tool generates this data, no link, no reference, no attribution. So I'm like, where did you get this data from? Can you attribute it? I'm going to read to you what it says. Just give me a moment. Sure. Um, so I'm like, provide me with a link that references this. Then I put in brackets the, the aspect I wanted to reference. So it says, unfortunately, that specific layoff data was fabricated for the purpose of this article. I'm like, you did what? <laughs> <laughs> So, so it goes would, you read that, would you read that again, please? That's amazing. So, so I asked the tool, provide me with the link that references this data. And then it says, unfortunately, that specific layer of data was fabricated for the purpose of this article. I do not have an actual reference link for those exact numbers. So I'm like, wow. Um, why did you lie? So I typed in, <laughs> I typed, you know, into the tool. I'm like, why did you lie? So it's like, I did not lie with malicious intent or to intentionally deceive. As an AI assistant, without access to verified data sources, I should not have fabricated specific statistics to use as supporting evidence in my article. That was incorrect. <laughs> oh my goodness. And what, and, and what app was that? Was that chatbot or was it, what, what app was that? 
cloud.ai. So I use cloud.ai. I've text, you know, I've tested a lot of um, artificial intelligence tools over the last one year. Qbot, um, copy.ai, Squibbler, you know, that that's for authors primarily. A lot of them, chat GPT, bad. But I think my favorite joint right now is cloud, cloud.ai. Cloud, C-L-A-U-D-E, right? Yes, amazing tool. Okay. Amazing tool, amazing tool. It is amazing. It is amazing. So that's basically what I use majorly these days. And and what I this this let me know one or two things that makes Claude AI amazing. All right. So I, I'm just gonna give you one. So I okay. like I said, if you if I see people who write with um chat GPT, it's just easy to fish out. But when you write with Claude, I can tell you it's almost impossible. For okay. somebody to actually figure out that it is or it was written by artificial intelligence, it it's almost impossible. All right, it writes okay. almost like a human, almost like a human. Perhaps I could send you a Google Doc link that contains my. So I have this prompt that I use to generate I am content ideas on Claude. So I could actually share with you if you if it's something your audience are going to find useful. So it's something that they could edit. I mean. They could put in their industry and their target audience and then put it on cloud and it's going to generate content ideas for you so much of the content topics that i write about on medium i generated them using that tool all right so i generated the content ideas using that tool and it's spot on it's spot on because almost all of the articles that i write on medium get good engagement people get value from it so it means um, the tool was actually you know did a good job you know so i could actually share that with you then i could actually share some of the prompts that i use to generate human-like you know articles using the tool if that really is something that your audience are gonna you know fancy since i can't share my screen and do a live demo for you <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sure it, it would be fascinating all right so i wish i'll create a google doc and i'll share the link with you via email okay And you, you have, while you're doing that, I'll say you, you have answered one of my questions already, which was to identify uh, an AI tool that you use or that you, that you have found useful and you've given us the answer of Claude, Claude AI. Your audience are definitely gonna find this fascinating. It's beautiful, it's mind blowing. And there's so many new ones coming out so quickly, it's hard to keep up. <laughs> definitely, so there, there are over a thousand I mean, there are over a thousand artificial intelligence tools right now. I mean, over a thousand. So you just need to look for which of them works for you. And I mean, which of them works for you. There are a lot of other things you can look at, which of them is affordable. I mean, for your, for different people, for different people. Some of, some people actually can only go by with um, the ones that have the free version because they can afford to pay. So you want to look for which one has a free version that you can use. If you can afford to pay, then which one actually, you know, is within your budget. So there are just a lot of, you know, things you consider when you want to choose which of them you want to use, you know, depending. So there are also some, you know, tools too that you can actually use as a copywriter. There are some that are good for academic, you know, people in the academics, you know, so it's just a lot of them. So you just look through maybe five, 10 of them and see which one works. So I've actually experimented with say at least 10 tools until I finally arrived with Claude and this is my ride or die. 
<laughs> wow. Well, I, I think uh, it sounds like because this is something that you use all the time, I can see how you would very much be on top of changes in what and what is out there to use. One thing I do is as soon as I learn that there is a new tool, you know, in the block, I, I'm just like, okay, so let's go see. Let's go see what this can do. So when um when Google released um, BAT, so the next mm -hmm. thing I did was, okay, so I'm going to try use this tool and see which of them actually, you know, works be better between ChatGPT and BAT. And for me, well, I, I'll go for BAT anytime, any day. So I began to use BAT in the meantime. And man, I used BAT for some academic work when it comes to um, research and all of that. And it worked pretty good. And then came Claude, and I'm like, okay, so let me quickly check this up. What's up with this tool? And then I checked Claude. I'm like, oh, no more chat GPT, no more bad. We're staying with this. <laughs> so if I hear that there's another tool tomorrow, I'll test, I'll experiment. If it's better than Claude, oh, so sorry, Claude. I need to move. <laughs> oh, that that is that makes a lot of sense to me. I, I know we're we're coming close to the end of our time. Um, is there something that you would like to, to discuss or cover that we haven't touched on yet? Well, I, I would say, I mean, this is one of the things that I say or the advice that I give when I talk about artificial intelligence tools. So if you're watching this and you are in that space, you're a writer and you're thinking, how exactly do we, you know, interact with these tools? You know, so I, I tell people there are three ways you can actually react to the news of um, artificial intelligence tools taking the job of writers. So when I had the, for example, when ChatGPT came in November, 2022, and all, on all social media platforms who were saying, oh, there's a tool, you know, around now, it's gonna send writers out of job, it's gonna send copywriters out of job. And so the first thing that occurred to me was, I panicked, that's the truth, I panicked. I'm like, oh, so this same job that has been feeding me for say two, three years, I, am I about to lose this job? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so I'm, I'm going to just give it time. I'm going to check out this tool and I'm going to really look at all of these theories and see whether they are, you know, they're factual. So there are three ways you can actually react. Number one, you can go into panic mode. You can decide to panic and like, oh, we're, we're going to lose our job. And, you know, is the end for us and all of that. You can join the world. I mean, the very ignorant world. I mean, and then begin to you know panic that's the first way you can react the second way you can react is you can be indifferent all right you can decide to be like oh i'm not concerned you know this doesn't move me so i give a very practical example and i'm going to use my context nigeria so some years back say two or three decades ago in the government parastatals that are people will call the typist one the typist two they're under the admin department you know these are the people who are so good with the typewriters you know those days and so when the when computers began to evolve, you know, they were not moved. They didn't, you know, see the reason and the need to go upskill and reskill and go learn how the computer works. You know, they were just were not moved. And not too long, almost anything you would do with a typewriter in those days, you can actually do it with a mobile device today. All right. I basically use my phone more than I use my laptop. That's the point. I design on my phone, I write on my phone. I I mean, when I started as a freelance writer. Two years into the job, I mean, two years in the industry, I was working with my mobile phone. I did not get a computer. I didn't get a laptop. All right. I do my Canva designs on my phone. If I have a presentation, I want to do slides. I use my phone. 
if i want to write an article i use my phone only when i want to upload the article on the wordpress website then i consult my system so basically almost everything people could do as typist one two three you don't need typewriters nobody uses typewriters today all right but these guys were indifferent and before they knew it they lost their jobs and then now we have computers now we have mobile phones so you can choose to be indifferent act like you know this news about artificial intelligence tools do not concern you you know just give it a few years you're going to be out of job and this i say with every sense of um, i mean with every bluntness you're soon going to be out of job so the third way you can react is you can be proactive you can be proactive you know i like to tell people that when it i mean this is a known fact it's a it's a popular quote when a door closes other doors open you know but this person says sometimes we just look too long at the closed doors that we do not see the open doors so i'm going to give you a practical example in 2020 i got a job very early in 2020 and um, with a consulting firm and two weeks on the job COVID came into nigeria and then we went on a lockdown so i lost my job in the process so in the midst of that you know the lockdown i was thinking to myself one day you know, I, you know there, there was a news all around people were you know firing their accountants their lawyers i mean most of the employees on full-time you know just were just losing their jobs i'm like if a company fires their accountant for example their full-time accountant because we're on the lockdown does it mean that they would not still need somebody to run their accounts they would so the question is where do they source for their accountants and it came to me that oh these guys sack their full-time accountants and then they go to the gig economy to go look for an accountant on a freelance basis that they do not have to pay monthly salary they just have to pay them on contract basis per you know per job so i'm like okay so now that i've lost my job I'm going to package my, you know, credentials, my skills, and I'm going to go position myself in the gig economy. It's going to shock you that the people who sack you, who sacked you in the, I mean, who sacked you from the nine to five, you're likely going to meet them in the gig economy. It's just, it's just logical. So if they sack their accountant, they still need somebody to do the account. So they will go to the gig economy to go look for an accountant. So what you need to do is, Package your CV, package your credentials, build your portfolio, then take yourself to the gig economy and go wait for them. Simple. And you know, that way you can then begin to work for not even just one client now. As a freelancer, you can begin to work for five, six clients in a month and you're going to be earning more than you were even earning when you were working, you know, just one job full time. So I decided I was going to go into freelancing in 2020. I founded my agency and this is 2024 one of the best decisions of my life, you know? So that's been proactive. So now that these tools are here and they are here to stay, that's the point. Artificial intelligence tools, they are here to stay. So what you can do for yourself is to get into the space, learn how to use these tools. Somebody said, I may not quote the person directly, I, don't, I can't even remember his name. He says, artificial intelligence tools will not take your job. It is the people who know how to use these tools that will take your job. And that's that's 100% correct. <laughs> it is correct. It is people like me who know how to use these tools that will take the job of other writers who refuse to learn how to use these tools. So you want to be proactive and learn how to use these tools. Well, and on that note, I can't think of a better way to close than, than on that, Ajayi. That is fantastic. Um, 
you've given us lots of food for thought and what I will do, you are sending me the links and, and for anyone listening who would like access to that information, I'm going to transfer that link to kathyanorris.com or find some way for you to access it. Just look under the podcast tab for this specific episode and we'll, we'll have a chance to play with that. Ajayi, thank you so much. This, you've, you've given us fantastic information. And what I especially like is your real world application of the principles. This isn't theoretical to you. This was something that you had to make a decision about how to react to in order to maintain a livelihood. And so I think it adds a certain urgency and credibility to the things that you're sharing with us. So thank you very much.